0: Comic Time Machine, episode 145. DC Comics, 10 for $10 Walmart Blind Bag Special. time travelers. It's me, Ben, Ben Avery, and I am here because I am wanting to do just just want to do another comic book time machine episode and wanted to do one that's not about swamp monsters. Uh and I wanted to do one that was a blind bag and I was trying to actually get away from the whole Walmart thing because I feel like um lately I've been talking a lot about the Walmart. Well, I shouldn't say lately. Um, The most recent episodes that have been showing up in the feed have been a lot of about the Walmart special uh, comics, the 100 page comic giant issues that are Walmart exclusive. Uh, Unfortunately, this is another Walmart exclusive thing that I have here, but I couldn't help myself. Uh, Now, I am going to come back to Swamp Monsters because the Swamp Thing show just Uh, Finished its run, and um, there's some interesting Swamp Thing developments in the DC Comics universe. And also, the Swamp Thing 100 page comic giant uh, issues are continuing to be released, and there's some interesting stuff happening there. So, that was probably going to be the next episode that I do. But for this episode, um, I couldn't help myself, and I probably should have helped myself. Uh, Actually, what I did is I did. Help myself. Um, I help myself to this plastic sealed, th- just thick thing here. It's it, it just has a giant sticker on it. Says DC Comics, ten for ten dollars, and um, it's one of those where they shrink wrap this thing. You cannot get your fingers in there at any way like you used to be able to with those blind bags when you were a kid or when I was a kid anyway. And I would try and see what is that middle comic? There's three in there. What's that middle comic? And You know, you try and peek in there. You can't do that with this. This is shrink-wrapped. And the other thing that's interesting about it is that they are repackaging – I've seen a couple of these. This is the one that I picked up when I realized kind of what I was looking at. But they're repackaging the 100-page comic Giants into these shrink-wrapped things here. So the Walmart exclusive book is in here. It's the Justice League of America one that I can see uh, right here. Uh, It's a double dip for me. I already own this comic. I'm going to try and find someone that I can give it to. Maybe they'll appreciate it. I don't know. But uh, the thing about it is uh, then Walmart already is selling these special three packs. And these special three packs, they are sealed. And they tend to be from around the first issue of Rebirth uh, when they were doing that kind of relaunch, reboot of uh, different... uh, well the dc universe um the these sealed special three packs tend to be uh you know the first issue of rebirth from any number of of things and i i've kind of held off on buying any of these because i'm just not all that interested in that uh so in fact on the back of this it says enter the world of dc comics and all your favorite superheroes collect these all new dc special three packs including two surprise comics uh and so that's re- referring to the same kind of packaging where they shrink wrap so you can see that you're going to get the Flash issue number one from Rebirth or um, Green Arrow issue number one from Rebirth. And then there's two comics in there as well that you don't know what they are going to be. And, you know, they, they might be from around that time. I know I've seen um, other things that aren't labeled Rebirth. There is the Batman recent uh, is issue number one from the one – uh, I don't remember what the mini series is called, but it's something about monsters. Uh, and then there's also been some injustice that I've seen on the front of some of these three packs. Well, this is the same kind of thing, only it's a 10 pack. Now, the question I have is, is it really a 10 pack or, you know, Justice League of America giant page or gi- 100 page comic giant has an issue of Justice League of America in here. It has an issue of Aquaman in here. It has an issue of Wonder Woman in here. Um, so am I getting, six comics plus this justice league of america giant or am i getting 10 comics in total including this one and so i'm I'm taking the risk now 10 for 10 bucks that's actually a really good deal uh it's not quarter bin quality deal but it's it's a really good deal Uh, i'm about to open this and that's what a blind bag um episode is on comic book time machine i get the blind bag or in this case the blind shrink wrap package and I open it here right now at the beginning and take a look and see what's inside. Now, usually when I'm doing this, I'm doing this with like three or maybe four comics. And then I would do a review of each comic and, you know, just take time to read it, play uh, an advertisement for another podcast, and then come back and, and talk about the comic I just read and then do the same thing for the next one and so on and so on and a lot of times i do it in the same day same evening i don't think that's going to happen here i don't think it's gonna be the same evening and i'm not doing 10 segments um what i'm going to do is after i open this i'm going to see about you know reading a few of these together and see you know if there's a if there's a batman in there and then also uh i don't know uh outsiders or something like that where you know these these kind of go together but i'm also really curious i'm not interested in rebirth really all that much at all um i did read uh something i can't remember what but i I do remember reading some rebirth stuff and just you know whatever you know (laughs) i don't care uh and so i'm i'm curious you know is this going to be something that interests me is this going to be something that you know i'm I'm just curious what's going to be in here. I have a feeling it's going to be all from that kind of era, uh, but we're going to find out here. So I do know one thing that's already in here, and as I pull this open, I already know that their 100-page giant uh, Justice League of America number one from a little over a year ago is in here. And Oh, interesting. <laughs> it's going to make for uh, difficulty here um, because I'm doing this one-handed. But, uh they're actually repackaging oh, that makes sense though so <laughs> so here is the 100 page giant comic that's that's the first thing i have here and then here is the five dollar uh new dc comics three pack <laughs> and oh look here's another one <laughs> and oh hey look it's another one oh and and actually this other one here is night of the monster man that's what i was talking about um That monster series. That's really interesting then. So it really is 10 comics. It's actually um, (laughs) uh, three blind bags for the price of one. So what else is in here? So I have Rebirth, DC Universe Rebirth, Batman number one. And I'm going to open that up. hope that's not too loud in your your ears there. But uh, I'm going to open that up. And this on the back has, oh, another Enter the World of DC Comics and blah, blah, blah. Um, Okay, so... This one had um, Batman Rebirth, issue number one, and then it has, uh, from the New 52, Futures End, issue number eight and nine. Interesting. Now, I don't know anything about Futures End. I, I know about the New 52, but I don't know anything about Futures End. Uh, but that's interesting that it has issue number eight and nine in here. So, okay. Um, so I'm kind of seeing a little bit of a division here that I can do. Um because uh, Batman and, and the Future's End would go together. So now I'm going to open up this uh, Batman. This one is Batman and the Justice League, issue number one. It looks like it's from a, I don't know, a series called Outbreak in the Rebirth. But okay, so there's uh, Batman and the Justice League, issue number one, Martian Manhunter, issue number 11 and futures end issue number 12. Okay, well, that's interesting. So futures end is labeled the new 52, and trying to look to see what the copyright date is on that. I'm not familiar with this particular series, Uh, 2014. Uh, Now this rebirth stuff that's also in here is from 2017, okay. Uh, and Martian Manhunter is from 2016. Okay, well <laughs> then we have Batman: Knight of the Monster Men number one. It's also got that uh rebirth uh trade dressing on it. Uh, so I got Knight of the Monster Men. Then there's Superman, Wonder Woman from the New Fifty Two number ten. And Superboy, new 52, number 28. Ooh, it's by Marv Wolfman. Very cool. Uh, if I knew, well, potentially very cool. <laughs> Issue number 28. So, yeah, so I think what's going to end up happening here is I'm going to divide this up. I'm not going to read the Justice League of America 100 page giant number one, but I am going to see if I can find a, a worthy home for it. We'll see um i'm going to read the futures end stuff together but man that just stinks issue 8 9 and 12 so we'll just see what that ends up feeling like um then superman wonder woman number 10 superboy number 28 martian manhunter number 11 that'll be another section and then we have all these batman rebirth stuff uh batman rebirth number one batman and the justice league rebirth number one and Night of the Monster Men which is Batman number 1 and these are all from they're from the same year I mean they're all like rebirth 17 and 17 and now this stuff wouldn't have been that old when they first put it out in that area there it is Batman I am suicide part 1 Interesting that they put that in the thing there. But, uh, yeah, they're all from 2017. So these wouldn't have been that old when they actually first started packaging them in these packs of three that are going into the the Walmart um, blind bag uh, $5 for three comics thing that they were doing. And they would have been you know just a, a year or so old when they started doing that. They, they did that, actually, before they were doing the 100-page uh, giant things. And all of these go into that collectible area – where they have the Pokemon cards. Uh, although there is now, if you're going to look for these where the Pokemon cards are, you're not going to the toy section where all the toys are. And cause there are some Pokemon cards over there. Now that they have a section of toys that are related to detective Pikachu and that sort of thing. And so um, you are looking for the collectible area toward the front of the store where they have magic of the gathering Pokemon, um, all those collectible card game things, but then they also have some of the higher end, more collectible action figures, Walking Dead action figures, that sort of thing. And so that's where you would be to go and look for these. This package here, where they have, it's it's really a smart idea, you know. Take these things that haven't sold yet, repackage them, um, you know, kind of clearance them out. Uh, but I wasn't expecting to find that there are actually, you know, f- so basically you take these four things that I took out of this package and it's a $20 um, value as far as retail that they're selling them at Walmart already. Uh, but, you know, if you're taking the cover price of all of these, it's it's going to be um, worth a lot more. Um, yeah. So the, the reading futures end. I'm really curious how that's going to be, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to let myself uh, succumb to the completionist in me when i read those i'm going to read them uh just 8 9 and 12 <laughs> that's it um now it's possible by the time i've read these um that cuz this, this this is going to be an episode that i assemble over time um i may find myself at another walmart and seeing you know you know picking up another one of these i uh, i got to stop myself you know don't go too crazy but Anyway, um, that was an interesting development. You heard it here as I was surprised. Now, you may not have been surprised. You may not have cared about the surprise, but, yeah, it happened. So I'm going to go ahead and play uh, a promo for another podcast, the podcast that I recommend. I'm going to start out here with the podcast, um, the Quarterbin podcast, and play their promo because I love Professor Allen love emily too but he's the quarter bin podcast guy and she's she's not so i'm i don't know why i brought her up anyway she's not even part of the podcast i'm talking about i just love the two of them they're, they're great and their Dorkness delight podcast is a lot of fun and very insightful and um, the relatively geeky podcast network that they do which if you ask me um has just some really good content on there uh but anyway these are you know the podcasts that I play the promo for podcast I listen to, and they're not podcasts that I've traded promos with. Um, if they play my promo um, it's not because I played theirs. And if I play their promo promo, it's not because they've played mine. No, um, I'm playing their promo because I like their podcast and I think you will too. So yeah, uh, I'm going to read some comics.
1: are a steal. The Quarterbin Podcast is part of the Relatively Geeky Podcast Network. Visit us at relativelygeekypodcast.blogspot.com or search Relatively Geeky or Quarterbin Podcast on iTunes. I guarantee it'll be worth every penny.
0: So, to overcome the completionist within me, um, I decided I'm just going to start with a futures end stuff here and not, you know, gamble and try and get another 10 for 10 and see if I can get some more futures end cause this is not. The Future's End is not what this podcast episode is about. This podcast episode is about random weird comics, which is something that I love. I love random weird comics. And so in my hand, then I'm holding these three random weird comics that just happened to be from the same series as I was randomly opening these uh, blind bags. And uh, what I found inside these three issues was they're really interesting. Uh, They're uh, written by... Let's see. I'll get the credits here, but written by a number of people. There's Brian Azarello, Jeff Lemire, John uh, Dan Jurgens, and Keith Giffen. Uh, the penciler is Jesus Marino. The inker is Dan Green. Colors by Hi-Fi. Letters by Carlos Mangal. And cover by Ryan Sook. And uh, that's uh, from issue number twelve. And I'm just going to check and see issue number eight. How similar that is. And um, oh no, it's not not all that similar because the penciler on issue number eight was Scott Eaton and the anchor was drew Garassi. and they had uh Desi Sinti is also the letterer in that one along with um, the other person I just mentioned and now issue number nine, just checking to see might be the same penciler for this one, but um, here we are penciler oh no artist it's so penciler and anchor is patrick Zercher. uh letters by taylor esposito okay so i mean they i guess had a rotating group of people working on this series and uh what's interesting about it is that this takes place five years in the future of new 52 and as i'm reading i'm remembering i actually was reading a lot of new 52 stuff i was reading firestorm new 52 um legion new 52 uh aquaman new 52 and uh Uh, Justice League new 52 uh, at the beginning of new 52 anyway Uh, but this is five years into the future of the new 52 and uh, there's a lot of interesting concepts going on here future stuff of Batman and Superman and uh, Frankenstein and it was very interesting to see you know you have Batman Beyond in here who was going into the past to stop something from OMAC and he didn't go far enough into the past. And he's here in five years in the future. And you have uh, actually in issue number 12, there was this really interesting scene with Arkham Asylum from 35 years in the future. 35 years instead of just five. And uh, had some stuff there with uh, Batman and the Joker and where batman is in 35 years and he's not looking great he's missing an arm and he's unconscious and he's in this device it looks like it's keeping him alive and so the whole thing as i'm reading is pretty interesting and this is something i don't know if i'm going to seek out to buy but if i would ever you know just see it somewhere um in a place like quarter bin or something like that i might try and, and read the whole thing um there was a whole sub segment where uh ray palmer and frankenstein and uh amethyst they all are going off to the other side of the galaxies because there's a, a mystery stormwatch who is another new 52 thing that came from wildstorm i believe which originally was published through image but then it came over and was published through dc and then integrated into the dc universe so you have wildstorm and uh grifter uh, grifter is also a big part of this and uh, Grif- uh wildstorm is dead they've been killed and so you have the mystery of why how what happened how did they die and there's a really funny in some ways uh sequence with frankenstein who's lost an arm in battle and ray palmer decides i'm going to take the arm from one of these dead people and he chooses hawkman because the arm looks like it's going to fit the best and it cuts off Hawkman's arm and then it turns out Hawkman's not actually dead. And so there's some interesting stuff, fun stuff. There's some uh, kind of fun concepts going on there. There's this whole thing with Superman where he's wearing a suit, uh, that covers his, his face. And, uh, so I don't even know if this is the real Superman. And then Lois Lane has a show or something. I really couldn't tell what it was, but she has this kind of news operation going on called The Fast Lane. And so the whole thing is is kind of interesting and intriguing, almost interesting and intriguing. Well, I shouldn't say almost interesting and intriguing enough that I would read it uh, if I had an opportunity to find, you know, cheap issues or something like that. Interesting enough that I would read it. But not interesting enough that I want to go and seek it out and pay, you know, cover price for all the issues. Um, You know, if I could find uh, a collection in the library, maybe I would do that. But as it is, you know, these are each comic basically cost me a dollar here. And so these this three dollars of comic book entertainment um, read in less than half an hour. So you're talking, you know, a dollar per 10 minutes, which you know, if I was playing the four player Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade game 10 minutes, a dollar, I mean that's that's actually not bad. That's not a bad uh return on investment. So if you're looking at the return on investment, which I may not be using that phrase quite correctly, but looking at the return on investment, not bad. Not bad at all. And that's the whole thing about the blind bag is, you know, you're going to get some Weird stuff, some of it might be interesting, some of it might not be interesting. At least in this case, it was interesting, interesting enough. So uh, if if I'm looking at my $10 spent, $1 went to that Justice League of America 100-page giant that I already own. So what makes good return on investment for that dollar is if I can find someone good for it to go to who would like to read it. And I don't know what that means or who that would be. Uh, But the return on investment on these three comics good enough for me to enjoy the time that i spent reading them and be interested in reading more now the other two sets uh, i think i'm going to do the one set that's not batman so the superman wonder woman issue the superboy issue and the martian manhunter issue i'm going to do that next and we'll see how that turns out because those are random issues from the middle of series all the batman ones are issue number ones uh but these that i'm going to read right now are all random issues from the middle of an ongoing series so we'll see how well that holds up in this next segment after this podcast promo and this is where the time machine time travel happens is that uh i'm gonna come back after who knows how long it's been for me to read them And for you, it's just going to be the next 30 seconds to 90 seconds for this podcast promo from the Longbox Crusade. The Longbox Crusade Podcast Network is the place to be if you like deep dives in the comics of yesteryear with The Longbox Crusade. Chronological reading journals with Crusader Chronicles. Indexing forgotten TV shows, films, and serials with Saturday Matinee Theater. Pitting two randomly selected action films against one another. An action film face-off. Cataloging the Marvel run of the Transformers comic with Transformers Chronicles. And whatever else the demented minds of Pat, Jared, Jason, and Delvin can come up with. If that sounds like
1: it might be for you, be sure to subscribe to The Longbox Crusade on iTunes, Google Play, and pretty much all reputable podcasts. Podcast feeds or check this out directly at www.longboxcrusade.com,
0: where we continue our quest to Okay, so I did <clears throat> just as I said, I read uh Superman Wonder Woman number ten, Superboy number twenty eight, and Martian Manhunter number eleven. And um it was really I was actually surprised, very surprised at, by how much I liked what I read. Uh, the Martian Manhunter one, which I read first, is probably the most confusing of the three. It was, uh, you know, dropping being dropped in the middle of the story with uh, giant robots that were being telepathically controlled. But then there were also like multiple versions of Martian Manhunter and it's just jumping around through the story. And I'm sure if I had read numbers one through 10, This would have been fine and great Uh, as as it is. It just didn't grab me, and I was confused. And there was some interesting weirdness where you have these different versions of Martian Manhunter, and one of the versions of Martian Manhunter is a goofy guy who has a hand puppet. I mean, his hand is a glove, has a glove on it, and then there's some blood spots on the finger, and it's just like when you... um, make your thumb be the mouth and the side of your hand is the, the eyes, the face. I'm sure you've seen people do that hand kind of hand puppet thing. I like it. I like the, (laughs) I I like puppets. I do puppeteering and and this hands hand puppet thing. uh, I like that style of that, where you take the hand and you're just using your actual thumb as the mouth. But um, in this, uh, the guy who has that glove on his hand dies, but the hand keeps talking. I don't, understand who this guy is meant to be what it's meant to be it's just um it's just goofy and it didn't grab me so the ones that surprised me were the two that i was least familiar with now the first one was superboy number 28 which has two pages of a very interesting story uh that take place in 2014 where there's this creature kind of demonic creature with uh Strange, willowy bat wings and uh, kind of a scythe energy weapon, and his goal is to just kill all the superheroes in the world. And then he kills a superhero, and it is not anyone I recognize from the DC universe. <laughs> so I don't know if this is on a different Earth or what. But then the main story uh, takes place in the 30th century, where Superboy himself is. There's some weird things going on where they um, superheroes. Grew So powerful on this planet that they uh, took over and it's kind of that worst case scenario of this regime of super powerful people and the, you know, the the people of earth who are regular humans. Um, They try to overthrow them, but can't. And so now they live in a world where um, these basically Superman, Wonder Woman and Batman, although they're the way that they're drawn, I can't tell if they're meant to actually be those characters, but Uh, So, again, dropped in the middle of the story, but at least this time I'm dropped into the middle of the story at the point where the exposition starts. And Mm -hmm. so it actually kind of felt like a uh, self-contained story in some ways, except it ended on a cliffhanger. The the idea is that Superboy is helping some superpowered youth escape from where they're being held by the normal humans. And... And so he's helping them escape and they are going and then he's going to help them like destroy the humans. Somehow the humans became dominant on on the planet again. And so every single super powered being is going to be like put into this stasis thing. And so they're going to go and they're going to set everyone free and then they're going to overthrow the humans. And I think the idea is that then well and this is the the moral quandary that I just love the idea where Superboy it sounds like Kid Flash is on trial for being a superhuman, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why he's on trial exactly. But the other Teen Titans are there in the future. And the plan that Superboy has is that they are going to like kill everybody and escape and then go back in time and stop this from happening. And so it isn't stated outright, and I think it probably will be in the next issue. It might have been in the previous issue. But this idea of if we kill them now but go back in time and change time, do we actually – is it murder or not? and I love the moral uh, question that it brings up of this you know if it's a future that didn't happen, what is it does it count? you know does have I made a immoral choice in doing this? and uh, I don't know what the resolution is going to be because literally the last panel is him explaining uh when the, when we're done, when we change the timeline. They'll know we already know that we're the heroes in this story, but they're about to do something very very evil and villainous and so that I found it really interesting and just that quandary that was brought up though this is written by Marv Wolfman and he's a writer I really really respect and this was just a it's a nice surprising read um again you know my my measurement for these kind of things is am I going to seek out the other ones I'm not going to seek out the superboy series but Again, if somehow it came my way, you know, number 29 of this series, I'd probably buy it. If I saw it in the quarter bins, yeah, sure. Uh, Superman, Wonder Woman, number 10. um, I don't know anything about this series except that in the new 52, Superman and Wonder Woman were an item. And this is uh, interesting from a marketing standpoint. Yeah, Superman, Wonder Woman, one book together. Um, This I saw ads for this in other comics that I've read for this episode for this series where it is super doom. And basically Superman is being turned into a doomsday creature. And so the whole thing here is that uh, Lois Lane is possessed by brainiac and she's green and has the three dots on her head. And she's fighting wonder woman on earth. And Wonder woman is trying to convince her, you know, this isn't you, you know, shouldn't do this. And, and Lois Lane has control of John Corbin who has been turned into some sort of strange cyborg, but that's her boyfriend, I guess, who died earlier. And, um, and so you've got them fighting on Earth and kind of having this battle of I got my man. Where's your man? And Wonder Woman's trying to convince Lois, you know, this isn't you. This isn't you. You shouldn't do this. Uh, in the end, uh, Wonder Woman loses because Lois Lane escapes and is going to go to Brainiac. On the other hand you have cyborg Superman who is coming to earth with a fleet of ships. So steel and Lana Lang are flying in a spaceship to go find Superman who has been turned into the doomsday creature and is causing a field of death around him on earth. So he's left earth. Well, he also has this kind of Gollum thing going on where doomsday Superman is trying to convince Clark Kent to let go. And Clark Kent's like, I can't let go. I have to, you know, stay in control. And a fleet of ships is coming to Earth, and the only one who can stop it is Doomsday Superman. And but he has to let go, and so if he lets go, that means he's going to go to Earth and become Doomsday and be a Doomsday. But since you know, there's the only, the only way to save the Earth is to become something that can destroy the Earth. And again, loving the moral quandary that's going on here as Clark Kent is trying to you know fight with the beast within. It's kind of a Hulk banner kind of thing going on as well, but uh, yeah, I, I I enjoyed this read, and this one I actually feel like the uh, this Super Doom series, which is a crossover, so like the, the next part of this is not in Superman Wonder Woman number eleven, but rather it's in um, Action Comics Annual number three. So uh, yeah, I I've been surprised. These these three comics surprised me and. You know, I'm feeling like, hey, that that blind bag, it's it's been worth its worth its weight in dollars, <laughs> whatever. So, okay, well, that said, I'm going to read those three Batman comics at some point here, and I'm going to play another promo right now, and I'll be back after after the promo for you, and after who knows how long for me.
1: This is an imaginary podcast, which may never have happened. The Short Box Showcase. But then again may have. About a father and daughter. I'm Professor Allen. And I'm Emily. Who came from Ohio and talked about comics. Identity crisis. Lone wolf and cub. Hergé's Tintin. White tiger. It tells of their rise to glory. When the great guests were yet to be booked.
0: I didn't know this was going to be the Jimmy
1: Olsen hate podcast.
0: It's always the Jimmy Olsen hate podcast.
1: (laughs) And the great feats of editing. Not yet performed. Ultraman. This is Ultra Seven. This is Ultraman Jack. And this is Ultraman Taro. And this is Ultraman Leo. And this. Is Ultra... Of how they spoke at length. When I read a comic, story comes first and art comes second. Continuity is really the brainchild of nitpicking nerds the world over. Those are our people, Emily. And reviewed in brief tales that explore creatively the bounds of a given character's history. Superman has basically the same relationship with Wonder Woman that he has with Batman. Of brilliant creators before their fall from grace. This is the era where Miller is at the height of his creative and artistic powers. And the ability of strong writing to encapsulate and transcend its time. Flash of Two Earths by Gardner Fox. This is an imaginary podcast. Aren't they all? Shortbox Showcase is part of the Relatively Geeky family of podcasts. Check us out on the web at relativelygeekypodcast.blogspot.com or search in iTunes for Relatively Geeky or Short Box Showcase. And remember, we're not experts. We're just family.
0: So I feel a little bit like I was tricked, duped, if I had found these three packs on the shelf at Walmart and and purchased them, I would have felt like I had been tricked. Uh, because at the front of each one of these three packs, and I've seen many, many three packs at, at Walmart that had these at the front, you have a number one issue for each one of them. And some of you who were listening to me open the bags might have even said, wait a minute, Ben. No, you're wrong. Whatever you might see, it's wrong. And the truth is, it was wrong because these, uh, this Batman and the Justice League number one is actually, um, in if you look at the copyright information, it says, uh, Batman and the Justice League outbreak number one, Walmart edition. And then later on in there, it says that it's actually a reprint of Justice League number 10. Then you have Batman, uh, Night of the Monster Men uh, number one. And that says here um, Batman, Night of the Monster Men number one, Walmart edition. And it is actually a reprint of Batman. Number seven, and then Batman Rebirth number one. They have it here listed as uh, Batman I Am Suicide number one, and that that it was originally published as Batman Rebirth number nine, I think. None of these were issue number one in any way, shape, and form, other than being the first chapter in a story arc and uh, a little bit a little bit frustrated with that Uh, but then again part of that frustration came I didn't discover this until after I had read them and as I was reading Batman number one which is the first one I read I was confused because there was a whole lot of uh, different things and threads and 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 uh, arc stuff that I was just, like trying to figure out where am I coming in, in this story? This was a really confusing comic. Uh, Batman uh, has someone who's sick Gotham girl and she's in bed and he's going to leave because he's going to go on a mission for Amanda Waller. So he goes to Arkham to uh, recruit a bunch of people. And there's some weird thing going on with, uh, with, with, punch and judy basically um uh, her name is julie and um there's a guy pretending to be commissioner gordon who um actually isn't and you know i I thought well okay is that the end i mean what what am i what am i reading here uh it's clearly not a a one-shot and just it just didn't interest me it kind of lost me and and i just couldn't figure out where what was going on in the story that i'm coming in in the middle of so not impressed there the next one i read was batman and the justice league number one which actually wasn't but that was actually um, not the first part of a story arc it was part three of a story arc called outbreak and They are investigating someone who has targeted them with a computer virus kind of thing. And it turns out this issue is the one where they are confronting the person who created this thing that this computer virus has a bunch of villains chasing after the Justice League. And they track down and this is kind of interesting. They track down the creator of this virus and they find this just this guy living in a house with his family who created something that would have worked like this but he never released it and he never actually has ever used anything bad uh with his computer hacking skills that he uh used to be a hacker but now he's some sort of programmer and uh lost his wife and a recent thing with the uh, with the justice league involved and uh turns out that his daughter put it on her iPad and his son, it, it, she used this virus to create a search engine that uh, figures out what you want before you even put in the search request. And her, his son then has uh, used the iPad and created a game. The, the search engine has created a game for the son where he's trying to guess, you know, or not trying to guess. He's imagining rather what it would be like if the Justice League – were destroyed by villains and so this computer ai has gone and recruited villains to come by putting out a bounty uh that is the entirety of lex Luthor and bruce wayne's fortunes and so basically every villain ever is out to get them because that's a lot of money and so you know the mundaneness of where this thing came from is very interesting and kind of uh You know, nice little twist, but the story itself, um, again, I didn't feel as lost and I liked some of the ideas that were here, just like with, uh, with Superboy and with, uh, Superman, wonder woman, but not enough for me to track down anything more with it. Now, night of the monster men on the other hand, uh, which, uh, is, you know, from the Batman series, uh. I I liked it. Uh, I liked this. It was the first chapter in that story arc, and uh, it was actually the first crossover in uh, the Rebirth era of, of comics. And, and I was uh, pleasantly surprised how much I liked it. Basically, this had a weird monster show up in Gotham, and when they were figuring out what this monster was coming from, it's actually linked to Hugo Strange. And he's a villain that I don't know a lot about and never have, but he was in a couple of my comics, maybe even only one. And I always found him really, really interesting. Uh, the comic I had with him in it was just a, as far as I know, a one shot kind of thing where he just really, really wanted to take over Batman's life because he deserved Batman's life and Batman didn't deserve it. And, and so he uh, created a whole <laughs> Wayne Manor of his own, complete with robot Alfred and Dick Grayson. <laughs> and uh, use this uh Wayne manner that he created to try and drive Batman crazy. And, you know, Batman like thinks he killed Dick Grayson and then it turns out Dick Grayson, the body where the body should be disappears. And it turns out that they were all robots and stuff. And it's just, it was a, a comic that I read and reread and enjoyed quite a bit when I was a, a kid. And, uh, yeah, so this uh, thing, the mystery is interesting. Where are these monsters coming from? Why were they created? What are they? Uh, there just was a lot of fun stuff in there. And it actually, this one, of all nine, <laughs> because uh, if you're not going to include the 100-page giant issue, of all nine, this is the one that has me wanting to read this story arc. And unfortunately, I did notice a review that was not a very positive review, of this story uh I don't I don't care. I didn't feel lost even though the status quo for Batman is very different from uh the typical status quo. He's got a uh a bat family that includes spoiler Orphan, I don't know who Orphan is, Clayface and Batwoman and Nightwing. And Clayface I'll admit was a little bit of a surprise that they were when they're gathering the team uh Clayface gets involved. And and comes and answers the call and he's been training, I guess. And I that was very interesting, a little bit of a surprise. But uh it wasn't it didn't take me that long to acclimate myself within this story and to orient myself and to figure out, you know, what's what's going on, what's the status quo. And yeah, I want to find these other issues. So actually when I went to the comic shop today, I looked for them. And unfortunately, they did not have any of the other parts. So this gets continued in uh, Nightwing and Detective Comics, and there's six issues out of. I have one, and I needed to get five. And the comic shop I went to had just the Batman one that I would assume would be part. Well, that'd be part four. Um, because part two is in nightwing part three is in detective comics and it swings back around to batman and so they had the batman issue but not the nightwing issues and not the detective comics issues in fact of the nightwing selection that they had from this rebirth era those were the only two issues that they were sold out of so i might end up getting the graphic novel or trying at uh you know online or something like that uh but i am planning to read the night of the monster Men. So. Whatever that means, it does mean that this Walmart 10 for 10 package did result in one way or another more sales of DC Comics to me. Mission accomplished, I guess. What I was surprised about is just how they have these Walmart exclusive uh, issues here. That all of these number one comics are not actually number one issues. They're just reprints. Um, with a little bit different trade dressing, uh, all the ads, as far as I can tell, are the same from that time period. Um, but they, uh, they're Walmart exclusive. I find that really interesting. Well, that is my adventure with this grab bag. And so just so you can know what's coming up in Comic Book time machine in the next few weeks or months or whatever, however long it might take, there'll be another swamp thing in. Uh, episode coming up where I'll be talking about the Swamp Thing TV show, how it ended and uh, also talking about the status quo of Swamp Thing in Justice League Dark. There's some really interesting thing goes on, going on there and also uh, what's going on with him in his Walmart exclusive comics. I also have some weird science uh, comics that I want to talk about and I'm very excited to talk about uh, weird science fantasy and and that sort of thing. And then I do, I do, it's been so long and you know, don't call it a pod fade yet though, because I want to get back into the Marvel's cosmic comics as well. But in the meantime, you can also find me talking about Marvel cinematic universe over at welcome to level seven. And we are currently wrapping up our coverage of season six of agents of shield. And then we'll be getting back into some of those Netflix series that came out uh, well, a while ago because, uh, yeah, it was before they canceled all the Netflix series from Marvel. Um, and also uh, you can find me talking – well, well, uh, doing uh, the Supersonic Pod comics, which is superhero audio drama stuff. So if you like superheroes and if you like audiobooks and you like drama, um, this is full cast, full special effects, full – uh, dramatized stories about superheroes, brand new superheroes that were created specifically for the series. That's supersonic pod comics. And then also of course on strangers and aliens, you can hear me talking about just general sci-fi stuff. And uh, yeah. So all that said, I want to thank you for listening and I just want to wish you uh Godspeed as you go and read your comics and remember to read what you like like what you read and if you're not having fun reading comics you're doing something wrong what that is you'll have to decide but um, you're doing something wrong i'm not going to judge you and tell you what it is uh but i can talk with you and give you some ideas of what it might be based on uh just you know things you say and as we get to know each other um that was stupid but i'm not going to cut it out because i don't feel like editing too much so yeah thanks for listening Appreciate you. Godspeed.